Richard, and welcome to Notes from the Way. This is a podcast that comes out weekly, approximately anyway. It's a podcast from a Christian perspective. I am a believer in Jesus Christ. He is my uh, Savior. He has forgiven me of my sins, and hopefully he leads me in my actions and my thoughts. This podcast is designed for uh, other believers and people who aren't believers, but who want to explore issues of spirituality and to uh, grow and to learn. I want to look at uh, how we grow in our faith. You know, what is it that keeps us from growing? What is it that helps us to grow? Because the goal of the Christian life is not to uh, know a lot of things about Jesus, and it's not to learn all the things we can learn about the Bible. The goal of the Christian life is quite simply to know Jesus. And the way Paul put it was to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. And if you're like me, my life doesn't reflect the power of Jesus' resurrection very often or very well. And I want it to. So part of this podcast is designed for other people who are seeking, like me, just to live a life that is pleasing and a life that just reflects the power and the love and the mercy of our Lord. Secondly, I want to look at how we live out our faith in today's world. You know, we're living in a world that is increasingly non-Christian and even sometimes anti-Christian. Sometimes I think we uh, perpetuate and we help to... uh, help to strengthen those feelings of uh, being against the church. Uh, even people who aren't against Jesus sometimes are against the church as they see it. And I also want us to uh, just be able to encourage each other. Hey, there are other people just like you and just like me that are struggling and who are striving to live out a faith that uh, just pleases God, faith that uh, just shows that it's real, that it's not just some fable, not just some fairy tale as Keith Green used to sing about. So we're going to do several things in this podcast. One thing I want us to do is I want us to look at uh, news events, things that are going on in the world, especially in the Christian church. That, and when I say church, of course, I'm talking about the, uh, the church as it gathers, because uh, we're all part of the church. All of us who are believers in Jesus are the church. And I want us to look at some news. I want us to look at uh, maybe some music, if I find some good uh, worship music that I can pass along to you. And I want us just to have some uh, time to think about and reflect on what it is that helps us to grow more like the Jesus who loves us and died for us and to have a more intimate, close relationship with him. So what we're going to do, we're going to start off like we will every podcast with just a little bit of news. Alright, now our first news story is not that new. It's actually a couple of weeks old. I pulled it from the Christian Post online. And it's about a brand new church that's opening up in, or a new church campus, excuse me, that's opening up in Federal Way, Washington. And it's causing quite a stir because it is taking up a lot of space. I mean, the uh, some of the communities are saying it's too big. You know, it's a, just like another Walmart or another Costco or another, uh, you know, big uh, Home Depot. Where the church itself, the congregation there is saying, hey, it's not a big it's not a big building compared to Microsoft or Boeing or the Seahawks. And, you know, we're going to see more and more of this tension between uh, how the church sees building programs and how the world sees it as you know, real estate becomes more and more scarce and more and more expensive. 
we need to look at uh, whether building big campuses like this is really the best way to spend our money. Now, I don't know these people, and I'm not going to pretend to tell them how to spend their $70 million, but I do know that can buy an awful lot of food for hungry folks, and I do know that can buy an awful lot of medicine for people that need it, and can buy an awful lot of school books for schools that are often lacking new textbooks. And it might be something to think about. You know, we've become accustomed in our churches to uh, thinking that bigger buildings are the best way, and the, they're the best way to go. And bigger is better. Bigger is not always better. Sometimes smaller is better. Sometimes using our money to serve others rather than to build buildings is the way to go. And so I hope we can talk about this as this goes on. I'm sure this is not a story that's going to go away. And we can talk about whether or not we spend our money wisely. I'm afraid sometimes in the church we don't. But I would like for us to look more carefully at how God would want us to spend especially large sums of money like this. Now let's look at another story. And our next story is from the Barna Group. They do studies and surveys about uh, old trends and perceptions about the church and about Christianity. This one was a study they did amongst people who were 16 to 29 years old and what they found was that their impression of Christianity is not good at all. Um, that 9 out of the 12 perceptions that they, they asked about uh, were negative. In fact, they described Christianity as judgmental and hypocritical old-fashioned, too involved in politics, um, and even amongst churchgoers that age, they said that they perceived Christianity to be all of those things, and out of touch with reality, according to a third of them. You know, it's interesting, that because Jesus was a person who was very in touch with people around him, very in touch with reality, that the people he hung out with were uh, the lower classes, the people who uh, were shunned by respectable people and yet we uh, see in a study like this that uh, that's no longer perceived to be true and it often often it's not true and it's, uh, it's interesting that uh, Christianity has changed a lot and also that the perception of Christianity has changed a lot uh, for those of us who are uh, living under the impression that this is still a Christian nation or a nation that's uh, identified with Christianity that is no longer true. It hasn't been true for a while, and I think we've been slow to characterize that. We've been slow to recognize the fact that the people around us not only are not Christians, but they don't see any, any use for Christianity. I think that um, until we get back to talking about the gospel as the main thing and living out the gospel in lives that are selfless and sacrificing, we're going to see more and more of this and I'm afraid that it's going to end up with us being a uh, minority and maybe even a persecuted minority. Hopefully not, uh, but I, I can see that coming in days ahead. Okay, now in this part of the podcast, I just want to share a little bit uh, from uh, some of the things the Lord has been putting on my heart about uh, drawing close to Him, 
about living a life that's in uh, relationship to him. Uh, life that's not based on performance or action, but just a life that's based on intimacy and loving God. And I've been thinking a lot about uh, Philippians chapter 3 in the last few days. Um, yeah, where Paul talks a lot in this chapter about all the things that he did before to please God. And um, he boils it down to this in verse 10. He says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of suffering, of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. And, uh, you know, it's just interesting because I was thinking about the things that keep us from being close to to God, the things that uh, keep us from being uh, in you know, close, intimate fellowship. Because I think God, that's what God wants. I think He wants to have that closeness where we walk with Him. Uh, you know what it said about Moses and uh, his relationship to God—that he walked with Jesus, or he walked with God as uh, you know two friends would walk together. And I think that's what God wants with us. And I started thinking about some of the things that keep us from that. And I was thinking about idols. And, you know, it's funny when we talk about idols, you know, we think about, uh, you know, carved images in stone or in gold or, you know, uh, you know big temples built, uh, you know, long ago uh, to different, uh, different deities. And, you know, we don't do that. I don't know anybody that has idols in their house or anything like that. But, you know... We can have idols in our heart just as easy. And they can be really, really sophisticated ones that we would never think of uh, as idols. You know, we think of idols as being bad things, you know, idols of money. I think a lot of people that uh, just worship money and, and material things. And, uh, you know, that's obviously a bad thing. But, you know, idols can be, uh, you know, good things, too. Some people worship, uh, you know, their family. Some people worship their, uh, you know, their relationships to other people. And, you know, Paul talks about some of the good things that he did. You know, he really was just zealous to, uh, you know, to do what God wanted him to do. Or at least what he thought God wanted him to do. And he did everything. He says he was perfect according to the law. You know, that's that was, he had done all that he could do. You know, as much as he could do, he did it, and he did it gladly uh, to please his uh, what he thought was pleasing to God. But then he looks at all of it and he says, "You know, the whole thing I would just throw away. I counted all loss because it was it was worthless. The only thing that mattered to him at this point, when he came to this point in his life, was to know Christ." And you know, I think what Paul learned is something that I need to learn, and that a lot of us need to learn is that God isn't looking for our performance. He's not looking for our uh, actions. Uh, he's not looking for our, us to uh, you know, follow certain uh, rules or jump through certain hoops. What God wants is us. He wants a relationship with us. You know, Paul says here that uh, he'd throw everything away just to know Christ. And that's what he's, that's what he's pushing towards. You know, later on in the uh, chapter, he talks about he's pressing forward towards the goal. And I believe the goal is just to know Jesus. And isn't that a great goal to have? But so often we get we get caught up in uh, trying to do things, trying to build things. We, we talked about the, uh, you know, the church in uh, Washington. It's building the big building. And sometimes we get caught up in that, yeah, I'm going to build something for Jesus. I'm going to do something great and fantastic for Jesus. And sometimes I think Jesus is just saying, 
I just want to spend time with you. I just, I just want to know you and have you know me. And sometimes we forget about that. Sometimes we think that's not quite so important. It's like, Jesus, you know, I'm doing all these great things for you. Don't you understand? You Aren't you impressed by my building and by my, uh, my ministry? And by the way, I'm, I'm, you know, witnessing and doing and reading my Bible and I'm praying. And I even get up at five in the morning or four in the morning or whatever and I pray for an hour. Aren't you impressed by that? And you know, sometimes I think Jesus looks at all those works and he says, No, I'm not that impressed at all. I mean, uh, you know what Jesus, I think, wants really is just us. And if we do any of those things that we do, if we do them with the idea that God is going to like us more, or God is going to, uh, you know, give us more grace or more salvation or whatever, we're going to be approved by him. I don't think that pleases him at all. And I think we can sometimes make good things. Because there's nothing wrong with building ministries and helping people. And there's certainly nothing wrong with reading your Bible or praying. I'm not saying that. But if we do those things with the idea that we're going to impress God. Or we're going to uh, make, make God love us more. Or we'll be more approved by God. You know, we don't need to be approved by God any more than we already are. Because Jesus... Jesus died so that we could be sons and daughters of the living God. And all he wants, just like, you know, if you're a father like I am, you know, the thing that just is the, means the most to me is when I can spend time with my kids. And we just hang out sometimes. We don't do a blessed thing except talk and goof around and be silly and have fun, loving moments with each other. And, you know, I don't think God is any different. I don't think God as a father is any different than a normal good earthly father is and so i just want to encourage you and i'm encouraging myself mostly because i need to hear this more than anybody we don't need to impress god we don't need to impress him we don't need to uh show him how great we are we don't need to do any of those things all we need to do is just spend time with him you know just open up our hearts and our minds to him just go to his word not not so we can get some principles to live by but just to see what he's saying to me. You know, I, I go to God's word now, and I say, Lord, what do you have for me today? And, you know, he's good, and he's faithful, and he's just to give us everything that we need. And I just hope that you'll uh, remember that. And I hope I remember that, too, because it's, sometimes it's hard for me, too. I hope this is a blessing to you. My uh, whole goal in doing this podcast is to bless the people who listen, and, you know, myself, too. And encourage all of us to just live lives of uh, submission and just lives of intimacy and closeness with the Father. Where we're not trying to do anything to gain God's approval. But we're just resting and living in the fact that God loves us more than anything. So, I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to sign off for now. I've got a couple of announcements right at the end. And next week, we'll be back for more. For more notes from the way. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. I hope you've gotten something out of it. I hope you've had something to think about or to uh, pray about. I know I have, and I hope that we can all join in our journey to... Uh, become the people that God wants us to be and enjoy the relationship God wants us to have with Him. 
And if you have any questions or any comments, I welcome them. I certainly need some feedback on what we're doing here. And uh, you can contact me at my blog, which is familyfrontiers.blogspot.com. I'll try that again. It's familyfrontiers.blogspot.com. Or my email address, which is nftw, like notes from the way, nftw at sbcglobal.net. And I hope to hear from you. I'll be posting on my blog about the music that we used and the sources and the stories. So I hope you uh, take time to uh, take a look at that. And until next week, uh, thanks a lot. God bless. Prosper, or ever harm me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. On a weapon formed against me shall prosper.